0: Welcome to Sportsbeat Extra, putting a southeast spin on some of the biggest sporting stories. This week marks the return of the first major football league, with Germany's Bundesliga restarting behind closed doors on May 16th. Last week, I spoke to Carlo native Ronan Murphy, who's not only a Bundesliga expert, but also a football journalist with Goal.com, one of the leading world sites on the beautiful game. We spoke about many things both home and abroad, but first I asked him about how the German top flight were intending to make this all work. Hope you enjoy
1: the German FA president or the German Football League president, Christian Sieper, he kind of had a press conference and it went over an hour it was kind of surprising that it took so long but because of all the questions from the journalists kind of wondering how they're going to make sure players don't get coronavirus and things like this. So they're they're hoping that at the earliest on May 9th that the Bundesliga and, and the second and third division in, in Germany can come back but that's, the, that's what the German Football League are hoping for but it still needs to be approved by the government. So, the government have a meeting next Thursday where they will maybe pick their own date for it to go back. So, people are expecting it mightn't be as early as May 9th, but it could be May 16th as well. German football could come back. And what they're hoping to do is have behind closed door matches, they'll have a limited amount of people in the, the stadium between staff and players, and media and medical people like that. There's going to be tests for the players every couple of days. There's the People are going to get their temperature checked when they go into the stadiums, and if fans decide that they want to try and gather around the ground outside, the match will be abandoned, and the, the team, whoever's fans are responsible, that, that team will get a loss. So it's 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 kind of they're trying to work hard to make sure that people don't spread the infection and that the fans won't turn up at all.
0: Yeah, because we, we did see that um, outside Parc de France. I think PSG were playing, I can't remember, I think it was a Champions League game on the Wednesday. um It was against Borussia. I knew it was against a German team but I just couldn't remember who it was, which as I was saying, it's, it's kind of uh, ironic in a way or coincidental at least anyway. Um, so, you know, I mean, we saw those kind of images of, you know, thousands of people outside the Parc de France probably doing an even worse job of social distancing than they would if they were inside the ground Um, so I I suppose you know like do you think that it is going to be an issue like if we see both sets of fans turn up outside the ground are are the Bundesliga just going to be able to null points for both teams or, or like do you think it's slightly ambitious
1: I wouldn't think so. I suppose because Germany and German clubs have such a kind of close affinity with the fans, they have the fifty plus one rule, which means fifty percent of the club and one extra vote must be owned by the fans. So you don't see kind of Saudi Arabian billionaires buying teams in Germany. So because it is this, the, the clubs and the fans kind of have a close connection, so the fans are so so invested in the team. I think that they're going to try and stay at home and they won't go to the matches and they won't attend it because it means so much to them because they they are so heavily involved and it's actually maybe part of their livelihood as much as anything else.
0: What do you think will be the biggest kind of stumbling block here? Because, I mean, uh, you're talking a max of 322 people at any game, but if even one of those is positive for the virus, there's an opportunity that they might spread it to everybody else. Like, What's the biggest logistical challenge for the Bundesliga?
1: Yeah, it definitely has to be making sure there's enough tests and then what happens when someone does get a positive test? Because at the moment, what was happening is that the whole team would go into quarantine. There, Bundesliga teams have been in training for the past few weeks, but if someone did get a positive test, they would go into the whole team would go into quarantine. But now they're looking at not doing that. But You kind of have to wonder that if someone does test positive and to test positive just after they played in a match, how the other the opposition teams will feel, especially because we know football's a contact sport. They have banned handshakes and team photos and stuff like that. But it's impossible to keep the players away from each other, especially corners and free kicks and things like this, where there's lots of pushing and pulling and touching in the box. So it's it's going to be hard to kind of implement a. a, a a kind of proper strategy to what will happen if someone does test positive
0: we know that like obviously the the you know the germans are absolutely football mad and some of the some of the best supporters in the world um hands down but just generally in the country how is this being kind of received are people positive of the fact that it's coming back or do people feel that it's slightly kind of an irresponsible move
1: it's a bit of both i think people who are involved in football kind of in a closer capacity and people who are working in it want it to come back obviously because it affects their income and affects their jobs and they're kind of afraid that clubs go, could go under like they are in because there's possibility in Ireland and in England of happening so I think people on, on that kind of backing are, are hoping it does come back but at the other side of the things, there are, there are big fan groups on Sarah Curva who they're one of the biggest kind of fan groups in in Germany it's an association with different fans from all different clubs they've released a statement during the week saying that they don't want football to come back because without fo- without fans, football is really nothing. It's just a kind of a, a TV entertainment show. It's not really football to them. So, so I think the hardcore fans are, are strongly against it, but it will be a nice distraction maybe for the people who aren't as hardcore to have something to watch at the weekends and maybe some part of their livelihood kind of come back.
0: Yeah, I suppose the thing about a lot of those um, fan groups in Germany, they're they're politic, they're politi- uh, particularly socially responsible. Um, you know more so than a lot of the you know fans and clubs, major clubs around uh, the rest of Europe. Um, so I suppose like you were talking there that, that, that those hardcore supporters are kind of claiming that it's a uh, uh, it's more for the TV spectacle. Like, is there pressure from from the likes of Sky in Germany to try and you know to try and get this over the line that they they kind of want? You know, there's the, the pressure from TV company because we know in, in in England, obviously that's that's a, that's the case where um, there's pressure that BT and Sky could could pull their funding from, uh, well you know, or they get refund of a certain amount of their TV their their, um, their rights money because the the games are not being shown.
1: If anything, it's the other way in Germany. What we've seen is that that Sky and and his own and a couple of the other kind of major broadcasters in Germany have actually given money, rather than taking money out of the league, the matches aren't shown, they've given money, I think it's 2.5 million euros, so they've given money to all the teams in the top three divisions, as well as the, the women's league, that they would all get a kind of solidarity payment that would keep them going for the next six or eight weeks, I think, until maybe 30 of the time of football going back. So there isn't the same pressure there, because I suppose the close connection and... The fact that the, the broadcasters in Germany want to be seen as maybe helping out the clubs rather than just a business because of this kind of fan mentality that they have, the social conscience that that, that clubs have, so it's a, there isn't the same pressure from from fans, but or from TV companies, but maybe there is a lot of pressure from some of the sponsors, some of the big sponsors that sponsor the clubs, like Bayern might have Audi, hoping that they they can get their
0: their name back out there and things like that um, There was a nice little segue this morning I was thinking about it before I was going to talk to you because Guy Rogers uh, the Dundalk goalkeeper said he'll be keeping an eye on um, the Bundesliga we know that the, the National League Executive Committee um are looking at it I know you're a big League of Ireland fan yourself um, like myself so I mean what like what does this? What's happening in Germany? How do you think could it, could it affect the League of Ireland? Because we are seeing those same conversations happen now. You know, I know the FAI are, are are looking into the possibility of playing games behind closed doors and having some sort of live streaming. But um, you know, a lot of people saying that's really financially for clubs that just isn't viable.
1: Yeah, I think in Germany because of the way their model is, and they get the, all the clubs get the TV money. It will be good for the matches to be on TV, but because of the way the League of Ireland is, that prize money and attendance and gate receipts are the the big kind of income supply for Irish clubs, it's a lot harder for teams to and fans to want to back behind closed doors games because the RTE and Air don't actually give they give money to the FAI but the the clubs in Ireland don't actually get any of that money for it from it from being shown on television. So it's actually People in clubs in the past have given out that their matches were on television because the date received receipt would be down for that particular match because people would stay at home rather than going to it. So to hold a match with no fans, there's going to be no income for these League of teams. So if it was to be done, definitely yeah, the government would definitely have to give some sort of bailout in, in some way to keep the teams going
0: do you get a sense that um there's kind of a it's uh, been a disappointment from clubs about the inaction of the FAI there hasn't really been any support for clubs financially like we've seen in in a lot of the other leagues um again like that idea of TV money there's been no support from either the main major broadcasters in terms of fronting up money for clubs to help them through the the this kind of crisis and we're seeing a lot of clubs Pats most recently but a lot of clubs Cork City included um have had to to leave their uh, their staff temporarily go because they just haven't been able to afford wages
1: yeah, I think it's kind of a, a difficult situation for for the FAI at the moment because of the kind of the desperate financial situation they have been in, and as a new board has kind of inherited from the John Delaney era, era, so I think it's difficult for them to find the money because they're, they're struggling to pay their own staff to find the money to to maybe have a rescue package for the League of Ireland clubs. So it may be something that the government would have to intervene in. Or maybe RT or RA or might be able to facilitate it in some way and help out. I think it's going to be difficult for the FAI to find the money, so it'll have to be
0: found somewhere else. So well, just, I just—I mean, I'm just interested because I suppose we are both League of Ireland fans, and we might have differing views on this um, generally. But just in terms of how the way you see the league kind of panning out from here. I mean, I would. I I was talking to a few people recently, and I'm kind of saying there's a precedence in the way that when they switch from summer soccer to winter soccer, they kind of had that um, truncated season, um, and that's just talks of that happening maybe sometime in September, October. The league running from October to January, kind of under normal circumstances. That's obviously dependent on a vaccine and uh, a host of other mitigating factors. What What do you think is at the current scenario the most likely, probably outcome for for the League of Ireland or, or how it's going to be played?
1: I think the League of Ireland maybe benefits a lot because of the summer season at the moment compared to maybe the Premier League which is trying to finish the season and get a new season started whereas the League of Ireland has the entire rest of the year maybe to finish the current season they could even decide to start next season a bit later maybe push it back to May or something To so there, there's plenty of scope to finish the league and because there's even less teams in, in the League of Ireland they, they could cut the, the number of fixtures down so there's, there's plenty of solutions there as soon as we kind of get a get or better grasp on things and how how reality will come back in Ireland and then we might be able to figure out should we have maybe a twenty two game season or something like that rather than the, the current one. And I think all clubs will be would be on board on, with that to try and get this season finished and maybe go into next year and, and kind of start again with a, a clean slate.
0: I suppose finally Ronan, um just um, your own role obviously um, you know it's made much more difficult by the fact that there's there's barely to any football out there at the moment um, how are you finding kind of that adapting and how, how have Gold themselves kind of adapted to this new way of, of doing things without like there's absolutely no fresh content there at the moment
1: Yeah so a lot of a lot of the things really we were covering for the first couple of weeks after after football was postponed or cancelled or suspended there was a lot of kind of coronavirus news, and that that was doing good good enough traffic because people were kind of interested in what would happen with football and things like that. But since then, uh, we kind of turned our attention to maybe features and looking back at back at classic teams, interviews with players and interviews with former players. They always go down well. Especially if if someone says says something controversial or something positive about Cristiano Ronaldo or Lionel Messi that. That's always a winner on the traffic stakes. And then we were lucky enough that we had a feature planned for March, a big kind of ball feature that we have every year. It's the top 50 kids in the world. And Ireland's Trip actually got made the list, the first Irish player to get on the list this year. So, so that kind of kept us going for a few weeks just after football ended. So we're kind of looking at maybe more big features to come in the summer to fill the gap if there is no football there. But obviously, the return of German football, if that comes back next month. That would really get kind of give us a chance to get, get back to, to writing news and covering matches again, and a, that would be fantastic.
0: Yeah, and I suppose um, finally, and you just you know, uh, what's what's the plan now? Uh, you say that there's obviously features coming in the summer and, and a little bit of German football, but has goal kind of has there been? Uh, you know, have you had to really kind of change the structure of anything, or you know, has as are you in a position where you can kind of just? carry on doing what you're doing and that'll kind of tide you over until kind of football does get back to somewhat normality
1: I think because we kind of have a big social media output and things like that we are kind of able to maybe paddle, paddle the water a bit better than some of the other companies are and we haven't had to make, have as many cutbacks as maybe other other companies have yet but I suppose that the thing is the longer fo- we go without football the more chance there is that there will have to be kind of cutbacks or how we operate will have to be looked at. But at the moment, we're kind of trying to carry on as normal, and it's it's kind of so far so good, and we'll just see what happens down the line.